stay tuned to gain insights into the often challenging, mysterious, tough world of being a manager, particularly as a woman. So you never fall into the danger traps anymore. Keep listening. Welcome to Thrive with Nancy. This podcast is dedicated to you, an executive woman who has done well in her career, and yet you're up for improving the results you achieve wherever you show up. Through my 30 years of experience training and coaching executives to success, I have identified two dangerous career tipping points that will make a difference both individually for a woman executive and also for her company and the number of leadership-ready managers they have in their ranks. What are the two career tripping points? Well, actually, they're make-or-break positions in the organization. The first is when you step into your initial supervisory management role. The title that moves you from doer-expert in an area to a position of authority where you're managing people. The second is much later in your career, and it's when you're moving from mid-level management into senior-level influential positions in the organization. Both roles are transformational points, where when handled incorrectly, the executive, and hear this, the corporation suffers. I'm troubled from a macro ecosystem level as I don't see organizations in today's marketplace investing money, time, and attention to their first-time, first-level managers. And I'm also deeply concerned for the individual assuming that role. Why? It's because of conversations I've had with clients as we reminisce about the terrors of our first management role. We all thought we knew and yet we didn't. All of us found ourselves lost and misguided. Each made comments about our regrets before moving on to how much I wish I had some kind of development mentoring in the beginning of my career. Gosh, it would have made a difference for my employees, my company, and my career. Can you relate in any way? Well, let's jump into unpacking it at a granular level to better get a handle on my alarm. What does it mean, really mean, when you're promoted to a manager position? And it is way more than a spanking new title and a larger paycheck. (laughs) They are certainly worthy of celebrating, I've got to say. When you're promoted from a doer to manager role, Whatever you expect, it should be like you've been hit by a tsunami-like shift in your attitude and your actions. If it isn't, you've fallen into the trap many have through the years. For the first time ever, you're expected to motivate, direct, and evaluate the work of others. Until this point, your success rested almost entirely on your own work. The rub is, that all these others are likely wired to think, act, and be inspired very differently than you are. You may even at some level know this, but that's not the tsunami shift I mentioned. Let's dig a bit deeper. Know this, your success measurement shifts dramatically 
Instead of being measured on your abilities to provide widgets or outstanding service faster and better than anyone else, you're being asked and tested on and assessed on your ability to improve the widget making and servicing ability of those you supervise. You're judged on your talent to get results through others. Your company promoted you to share your secrets for generating more widgets or servicing clients better and to demonstrate best practices to them. And this is no small matter and it's not easy to achieve. This area is also the failure of many companies that don't spend time and money training their exceptional raw talent. Transformed attitudes are essential at this junction and at this level within the organization. If as a first-time manager, you're not taught how to replicate or magnify your skill sets through others, and you continue filling the breach, leaving little to no time or opportunity to focus on the higher level work that you're paid to initiate, everyone loses. And equally as destructive as a future manager who cares for their people, you're diminishing your employees' abilities and you're fostering weak bench strength for the future in your company. This shift is expected of every brand new supervisor. And because this podcast is for women executives, I now want to focus exclusively on you. Where many women, though not all, and yes, it is more often a woman's issue than a man's issue, where many women get in trouble is when their people aren't producing widgets or meeting the needs of the organization. You know, these first-time women managers jump into the breach, producing more and more and more by themselves. Such a decision harms your future promotability. You see, there's only so much additional work you can do before you run out of steam or time. Your best bet for increased productivity or improved services, even though it's not easy, is to build your staff's muscle, not fill the breach. When you don't, you're facing a career of too much to do always with too little time to do it because you're working on projects and assignments below your level while juggling the work you're being paid to produce and what you're being assessed on for your performance evaluation. Yes, executives are promoted with this attitude, but you're setting yourself up for a stalled or less than stellar future. You may get promoted by your organization. However, this working harder and actually producing less through others attitude harms everyone long-term including the profitability of your organization. Yes, it takes more time initially to teach your staff to do it for themselves. Yes, it's hard to hold people accountable. There are a thousand and one yeses that make it easier to do workarounds, but I promise you this approach is more difficult in the long run. Teach your people to fish and stop feeding them, please. It is your job. As you accept more promotions through the years, once you get this, it is multiplication. You begin taking on larger assignments, higher risk projects, more people. Well, you get the picture. It's pretty glowing. 
If you made the mental management transition, it will feel as though you're on a rolling wave that supports your move forward. If you haven't, every promotion will feel as though you're getting deeper into the snarls of seaweed and getting stuck and hidden undertoes are taking you away from your desired results. Gosh, I can't believe it. I've run out of time and I have so much more that I want to share. I'll tell you what, this is what I'm going to do. This topic in my mind is so crucial that I'll continue sharing the dangers for the higher level position in another podcast. And then also because I had tips and hints for first-time managers to expand your staff, I'm going to put all of those tips in my www.thrivewithnancy.com resources section in the blog area. So you can get all of the information that I believe is relevant. It's practical concepts that you could initiate immediately and you'll see results. Did you get the scope of the transformation expected of you at this first management role? Are you ready to rock and roll and become more the manager and less the doer? I sure hope you got that transition because honestly, every promotion you have after this one, if you haven't gotten it, you're falling a bit behind, a bit behind, a bit behind. And if you're someone who is longing or expecting or strategizing to become in a senior leadership position where you really have influence, it will be very difficult for you to attain that role without your ability to work through your people at every increasing level of management. I'm confident this podcast has you revising your thinking regarding management. And don't forget, The second half will be examining in detail, you know, the role of senior level positions in your organization on the next podcast. And I'd appreciate you hitting the like button or subscribe or share this podcast with your peers and friends. By now, you know, I'm committed to helping executive women find a fulfilling, satisfying career, one that you look forward to going into work every day because much of the pressure is gone because you understand the secrets of working within a business environment. And I can't get this podcast expanding on my own. I need you spreading the word. So I appreciate your help. Did this podcast bring you some additional clarity regarding your role as a first line manager? Are you seeing a gap in yourself, in your current endeavors, and the suggested reality for what needs to be as a manager. I know it seems a bit overwhelming. It isn't when you lean into your responsibility one step at a time. Interested in acquiring more insider information? I would be honored to establish a partnership relationship with you to develop and add more executive level skills to your leadership arsenal. Check out your Strategic Edge coaching program with really an amazing extra, such as a $125 a month Thrive at Work Mastermind virtual program with dynamic executive women for free. And there's more.
but you'll have to check it out at www.thrivewithnancy.com forward slash executive. If after exploring, you're interested in learning more, you can click the link on the page to schedule a free discovery call with me. It's your opportunity to see if I'm a match. I'd love to discuss how together we can achieve all you see and hope is possible. Let's explore bringing all your giftedness and all your possibilities to life because you know they're there. Remember, no one ever makes it to the top or even arrives at their next career destination alone. I'd love to be there with you. Bye. I'm thrilled you've listened to the Thrive with Nancy podcast. My intention is to offer quick tips designed for you to apply right away, ones that will boost your career immediately. I bet you're already considering ways to implement these new ideas. Perfect. Now, if you do me a favor, pass the podcast link on to those who will benefit, your friends and co-workers. Thanks so much.